Hey everybody, it's Eduardo Jackson, creator, CEO, and founder of the Cinema Draft Game, coming at you with this micropod as we go over the weekend box office results, take a look at some of the call sheets that were submitted for last weekend's game. So let's get started. Let's go here to Box House Mojo. Hey, Box House Mojo, we really appreciate you all. Uh, <clears throat> so basically, it was all about the girl on the train. I actually saw it. Uh, feel free to check out my review at uh, medium.com slash at cinema draft. Really enjoyed it. Really good psychological thriller. So uh, with a really excellent marketing campaign too, I might add. Um, they had just stuff mystery, didn't really give away much of the plot and really kept you on edge throughout the, throughout the movie. So it's not a surprise it did the business that it did. 24.5-ish million. On 3,144 screens, uh, Miss Peregrine's had just under a 50% drop in the second weekend, so it's kind of expected. Um, so it did uh, all right there. Deepwater Horizon held stronger than I thought it would, so it actually must be good. I think I might have to go check it out at a matinee, maybe tomorrow or Wednesday. Um, Magnificent Seven still doing its thing, chugging along to. Probably a hundred million dollar gross in a few more weeks. Storks did its thing. The Birth of a Nation. This this was the high variance pick uh, in the podcast last week. This was the one where I said we'll either do boom or bust, and mm, kind of busty. Uh, Seven million on twenty one hundred screens. Um, if you put it on your call sheet, most likely you did not end up winning. Uh, it just kind of took up space considering you had all these other ones in wide release that were doing more for you, probably at a, at a cheaper price too. Middle school, the worst years of my life, was a bit of a bust, only 2,400 screen average. Uh, it's on a ton of screens, didn't really connect with the audience. Uh, it looks like its budget at estimated 8.5 million, you know, isn't too bad. So it's not like Lionsgate is gonna lose money, but it didn't do what you know we thought it would. Sully, old reliable, hanging in there. Well over 100 million now, um, just you know, doing its thing at 3,000 screens, chugging along, not making a big splash to the box office, but it's been out for like you know a month and a half, so it's just doing what it needed to do. Masterminds surprisingly came up on several people's call sheets, and it actually made you know, I mean, it, it's not doing what you would think it would do. I mean, look at the paltry 12.8 million overall gross, but it was on some winning call sheets, amazingly enough. Maybe it was the, the price of the actors on it. And then the Queen of Cotway added 17 screens this weekend, um, not really burning it up at the box office, but as far as limited releases go, it is the top of its class. As you can see, 1,200 screens, and it, it outgrossed all the other limited release uh, type movies. So that's your top 10 in the box office. Let's go take a look at some call sheets. All right. So we are inside the game. So this is what, you, what you're going to see right now if you sign on after the games are done. Uh, you want to click completed and take a look at some of the contests that have completed. And let's go straight to the feature presentation. The Big Daddy. Let's see what's going on here. So basically... Uh, Fredo was our winner again. Congrats, Fredo. Good job. Uh, you know, he came in second last week, but this time he wasn't messing around. He decided he was going to go for the gusto and made it happen. Good job, Fredo. Um, so let's take a look at his call sheet. 
So basically, and I think we went over this in the preview last Friday, On he had what I figured was a fairly balanced attack. He, he had his headliner max of The Girl on the Train with Emily Blunt and Haley Bennett. He headliner max Deepwater Horizon, which had a stronger hold than I thought it would. And also he mixed in... You know, and he mixed in, you know, another wide release in Storks, you know, headliner. He's actually headliner heavy. That's probably what led him to his victory this week was that he had nine of his ten actors were headliners. Um, and it looks like he was just basically, you know, salary punting on Masterminds here with Kevin J. O'Connor just to get his ten actors in there. And, you know, he for his platform release, he had, you know, a headliner in Liam Hemsworth on The Dressmaker. And it's just a really solid, balanced attack. You know, there are several strategies we went over uh, on Friday. There was my stars and scrubs. There was, you know, uh, there, there was uh, basically, uh, a, you know, bunching up around girl on the train. But, you know, Fredo just went balanced, man. You know, good job, Fredo. Um, I'm, you know, very pleased to see you in the top three, you know, in the feature presentation for the second straight week. Well done. Uh, Jay Devlin, our returning champion, close, but no cigar. And he put up a good fight though. He actually, he concentrated on the girl on the train. He went, he, he went, uh, top box heavy. He got, he got himself three of girl on the trains, which is a really solid strategy regardless. I mean, look at those points right there. I mean, you know, the bulk of your call sheet scoring came from, you know, girl on the train, these, these top three actors. Uh, so he headline maxed out there and got an extra, got the cheapy, of the girl on the train, and then and then he just kind of bet big on uh, middle school. Worst years of my life. It, middle school had like a really you know w- you know wide release, twenty eight hundred screens. Just didn't connect like we thought it would at the box office. So it was a bit of a bit of a high variance play on his part, but an understandable one. Not a lot for families out there right now. Storks has been out for a few weeks now. Uh, this would have been a new entry in, for families, and it just didn't quite connect like we thought it would. Uh, MS Doney, the untold story, um, that actually did some did some some box office for him as a headliner. Disha Patani, ooh, hello. <laughs> uh, Disha did well for us this week, and also Don't Breathe actually was a fairly savvy, you know, pick for limited release. Probably couldn't afford the Queen of Cotway, as only had a hundred left over. So if he had to satisfy a limited release category film, Don't Breathe was your cheapy option if you couldn't go up to the Queen of Cotway. And then the dressmaker, of course, seemed to be the popular choice also uh, if you're just trying to fill slots. Because it looked like once he spent up on the girl on the train, he didn't have a whole lot of, of budget left over to fill 10 slots. So it's a very solid strategy, Jay Devlin. Close, almost our first back-to-back champion, but let's see what you come up with next week. And then uh, Jay Bird. Jaber had a really solid lineup again, and he actually he also went for for a top box strategy with the three girl in the trains. Got in a Deepwater Horizon, which was prescient. I for, I thought Deepwater Horizon would fall off a cliff, but I guess it held pretty well. Um, and then a lot of MS Doni. Um, it was cheap. Uh, it, it would help him fill slots with the limited budget after going, you know pretty heavy on the on his four wide releases and uh then don't breathe which looked like you know he couldn't pivot to uh queen of cotway couldn't afford it so it was the cheapy option max out his budget good use of your budget jaybird and actually that same call sheet i do believe he used 
to win the background talent. So yeah, so good job, Jaybird. You know, you are a winner in our books on the smaller 10-person background talent. And we'll look at one more call sheet. We'll get mine, see the mistakes I made this week on the feature presentation. Make sure let's go live score. That's mine. So I did end up coming in fourth. Okay, I did come in, end up coming in fourth. Um, I'll show you why, what I did wrong. So, so basically, I tried to go a little bit fair and balanced per se, uh, a little bit more balanced. And actually, my score, uh, my score actually was adjusted. Uh, to be honest with you, we actually had to end up adjusting scores. Um, in the feature presentation only because we had uh, looked like the age of shadows either did not report or was suddenly pulled from the box office uh over the weekend so we did do some some make goods um so basically anyone who had uh because as far as our scoring goes it says in the rules that every that that uh every film is guaranteed at least a point um, even if this had grossed like, you know, $1, we would have given you a full, you know, point at the platform release stage for it. So basically I was owed 2.8 points uh, combined because you're both headliners with a 40% bonus. So it'd be 1.40, 1.40 for 2.8 points that I'm missing. Doesn't matter because regardless, I would have come in after Jaybird anyways. But in looking at my strategy, I went. I headline maxed on Girl on the Train. I headline maxed on Miss Peregrines, and I tried. I got my Queen of Cotway in there. I was hoping it'd be a little stronger than what it was. And then I just, you know, I was out of salary. I was, I, I, I was out of salary. I kind of went stars and scrubs. So it was basically, you know, kind of filling in with the dressmaker, Age of Shadows, and actually more dressmakers. Really, all I can afford. Uh, Six hundred left over in budget. Didn't quite work out. I mean, as we know, uh, employees and family of Cinema Draft are not eligible for prizes, but I do play to win the game. Didn't quite work out this week. Hopefully, one of these weeks, I can actually win my own damn game. So, and, and just to reiterate, we did have a couple of scoring issues. Age of Shadows was pulled or not or did not list a, any results on the weekend box office. So we did automatically uh, award people um, extra for those who had those listed. And also we had a scoring error in the system, whereas we did not get any reports for, we did not get any reports for um, I Belong To You, which actually is, it, it's in there. We, and actually it didn't, for whatever reason this wasn't updated, that's error on our part, it should actually be about 600,000. Um, so we updated those to reflect accurately um, on on the back end. It's not going to reflect on your score in here in the system, but for those who were affected by prize money, I did uh, I did adjust that to your balances as well as to your as well as uh, on the listing on on the medium post, which you will be able to see you know displayed uh, graphically you know who won what and how much. So sorry about the inconvenience. Hopefully we'll get this ironed out. We are still young in beta. We're working on these, but really appreciate you playing the game. Follow us on all of our social media, you know, from Facebook all the way through subscribing to iTunes on the podcast, which you may be listening to. And if so, we appreciate that. Uh, thanks a lot. And also make sure you know how to cash out. We have that at the bottom of our 
of our post, and we will see or you will hear from us next time.